1: Earbuds looking a little dirty? Time to discover Clinier Ear Cleaners. Made of a soft, flexible material, Clinier Ear Cleaners remove excess earwax and provide relief from itchy ears and dry skin. They have a unique design with a scoop on one end to remove earwax and a fin on the other end to exfoliate dry skin. With Clinier, get the scoop on clean ears. Discover the line of products at Clinier.com.
2: Forever, dog.
3: It's like, oh, Busy Phillips. I've worked with her. Oh, there's Natasha. Oh, why are you doing this? Why? <laughs> it's like, oh, Alex, El, Alex Edelman. Uh, the oh, other yeah. thing
0: about it too, Bray, is like, is it's that thing of like. It's like, I've been actively like not applying to late night shows, you know, and it's like, but that's like the surefire way to get the Emmy nom to get the to get or to, or to win. Right. And like, and and it's I like, mean,
3: by, n- by we now. We had our one shot. By na- w- now. W- yeah, exactly. They decided <laughs> to nominate two sketch shows.
0: <laughs> <laughs> they,
3: were, they, acted, they were like, let's actually not nominate. We could nominate <laughs> them. Let's not do it.
2: They could have <laughs> nominated everybody that year. Like literally they could have nominated everyone. There's
0: not? Why room. not just let us go. You, you can just Why nominate not? you can just put them on and they were like, you know what? And they and and there was a note that said <laughs> there was a literal they said note that
3: said it would it would it would sully the good name of Saturday Night Live if <laughs> Astronomy <laughs> Club was also nominated.
0: <laughs> oh
3: damn. All right. The thing is ah <laughs> sorry <laughs> wait were you honking for jesus just then or what was yeah! that no!
4: let's start the uh... show
3: <laughs>
4: <laughs> that wasn't oh. the full title that wasn't the full title oh,
3: you're right he didn't say the full title you're right <laughs> oh yeah i wasn't trying to <laughs> i wanted to talk about prosperity gospel, dude.
0: I'm trying to fast forward to the end of this episode. I'm already trying. Man, I need to send me somewhere. I'm about to go to the desert. Let
2: me just, what are we talking about,
3: Bray? What were you saying? Did you grow up in a, did you grow up in a black church?
2: Who are you talking to? All of us? I (laughs) did grow up in a black church. I went, so I, I grew up in a black church, but I also went to a Catholic school. So my family has two, my family has two pastors in it. Stepdad was a deacon, junior deacon. OK. Hey, I was deep, deep in the Southern church. Thanksgiving took three hours because the hour was just a prayer. You know? It was that a junior never... deacon.
1: All
0: right. <laughs> I'm going to be doing that. I'm going to be doing that the whole episode. There's no reason for it, but I'm going to be doing it.
2: My <laughs> Reverend Settles definitely used to talk like that. And I was like, bro, why are you doing that? I remember being younger, like, why are you doing that? Y'all here today. I'm like, what? I think I stop. Like, what are you doing? I remember one day he said, "One day I was the only young person in church because none of the other kids was coming." He was like, "The youth
0: don't give a what," and I was like, "All right, okay, <laughs> <laughs> okay." I don't Oh no, I love the pastor that's like, "Listen, I know what I could say right now, <laughs> like when, <laughs> but I ain't gonna do it." They just. They dance around all the slang. They don't they don't Come do any me. other slang. They just get real close to it. Mm. That's real Kurt Franklin
2: like. Don't let me put my whoo. Mm. Just give me a sound <laughs> to Lose my hallelujah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: hmm. You feel it. You
2: feel it. Come on now. Sometimes yeah. you want to see the devil and say, I'm going to grab you by the chest and I'm going to smack the
0: whoo out of you. That's why they do
2: it, you know?
0: Okay. That yeah. simply cannot make it better in the eyes of God. There's just <laughs> no way. There's just no way God is like, well, you know what? He went who and therefore I
4: no, forgive it because God knows your heart, so He you knows see, what's actually there. But He it knows,
0: is. Melissa,
2: that you stopped it. He knows what was in your heart, but she was like, "I'm not gonna do it."
0: You know how I mean? is how is who any different? No, it's, different. <laughs> it's different. It's different. It's, di- Bray, it's tell different, us. Bray is
3: different. Listen, it, it, God it, understands that you wanted to say something and you didn't, and He mm-hmm. definitely sees when you honk for Jesus, save your soul.
2: Hey Melissa, now that you're now that you're on the podcast, how does it feel when you're like experiencing it in real time?
3: <laughs> I
4: mean, it, it felt the same way as it usually does. I just kind of sit here and look, but I guess this time I'm saying things. Um, y'all usually can't see me, but <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, we see your disappointment. This is great, but this doesn't great. feel yeah, it doesn't feel yeah. good, right? Like it it's doesn't, not good. It's...
4: That one, I don't even feel like you Does tried that hard though. Feel like, like a honk for Jesus to <laughs> save your soul. Like, other times wow. it felt like that you put effort in, and I don't think that you put the same amount this of effort great. that you usually put in.
2: I'm, I'm, I'm so how ready you, for this episode. I mean, you're,
3: how, you're, how do you feel, you're right. Jonathan? You're right. I, I didn't put enough effort into it. I feel like I have to honk for Jesus to save my soul. Well, see, that and then you better. had to say oh, save that. That was actually soul. better to me. I mean, that's no, just, yeah, but
4: That's not the name of the movie. Exactly.
0: You could have still said save your soul in that, but with that same.
3: James, don't make <laughs> me honk for Jesus, save your soul. <laughs> oh, oh there, right. we go. there is. is. Hey. He said it five <laughs> times.
2: Is it one person or two people who directed this movie? Because both of them keep talking about the
3: it's movie. It's the producer.
4: So... The other one is the other twin sister's the producer.
3: Oh,
2: uh, okay. I was
4: like, what is
3: happening? I'm
4: so confused.
3: Let's start the show. I forgot if we said that. If wow. We didn't. There <laughs> it is. All right. Here we go. You know what Jonathan Raylock, James the Third, Milligan,
2: What more can I say?
3: Black All right. All right. All right. All right. Welcome to Black Men Can't Jump in Hollywood. Hollywood today! They're here to see Pastor Lee Curtis Charles. They're here to
0: see <laughs> Pastor Lee Curtis Charles. Whew.
2: Why your pastor sound like a slave? Why he, right. sound, like, <laughs> <laughs> why he sound like he
0: needs... So I need to go save <laughs> <laughs> Wait, That's how we, in that scene, Wait. In, in, in that scene he does kind of have like, they hear the sea past the Lee Cutter's Chops. Lee anyway. cut his Chops.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Anywho. For those of you listening for the first time, welcome, welcome, welcome. Uh, this will be an interesting episode. Contentious? Oh, no. But here's the thing. What is this podcast, you ask? Great question. We review films of leading Black actors. We talk about them in the in the context of race and diversity in Hollywood. There are several voices on this podcast. The voice that you're hearing now that sounds like just a good Christian boy. Okay, I'll give you that. It's okay. Jonathan Braylock.
2: I mean, I think I'm, I think I'm okay with this. I
3: think. <laughs> Where did he go? He's a grown man. <laughs> like, I, think, I look up and, I like he's and a there's good no Christian one in Brace Box. He's I a think... good Christian young man. Wow. Okay.
2: All right. I feel like okay. I have so many questions about this. But um, That's Jonathan uh, Braylock. Yeah. Yeah. We heard. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. This is Gerard Milligan. <laughs>
0: And this voice talking to you oh right now. Oh my God! What that is doesn't sound like this. this. voice right here, right now talking you need a to drink? you. Today. Are you on <laughs> your deathbed? <laughs> Wait, what, what? Who's is that supposed to be? This Sterling? Is, <laughs> is that <James> Sterling third.
3: <laughs> Yo, <laughs>
0: wait—is that Sterling or just a random preacher? Hey, who is it? Who? I let the I let the audience decide. Alright,
3: That's that was James the Third. And we have a, a special guest uh, today. Uh, wait, wait, on hold on, wait up. Wait, dude. that will
4: be the best goddamn drone oh, you ever oh, wait. had. Okay, here we go. Yo, why are you coming on here with so much heat,
2: yo? Why are you coming on here with so much heat? Wait, oh, Melissa shit. pulled out a notebook. <laughs> yeah, I got right. some
0: shit. I got- <laughs> like, these niggas done annoyed me for how long? Oh, I done- <laughs> shit, i <what's> with that brain. <laughs> coming at me, James, be careful. Be careful, James. Oh, I shit. know it's coming. I'm hold ready. On, I wait. Can't let wait. Me, hold
2: on, <laughs> wait, hold on, wait, Okay, hold on. Goddamn. Brain, you start. I'm going I'm to try to chime. Oh, wait, no, I'm ready. What? <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> Melissa Diamond-Montz, everybody. Hey, hey, hey. The first lady. First lady. First That's lady. True. First, lady. <laughs> yes. first she... lady of the pod. First lady of the podcast. <laughs> she
2: is the woman who makes sure that you all hear our wonderful podcast week in and week out. What's up, Melissa?
4: Hey, hey. I'm happy to be here.
3: Long overdue. Yeah. We are here to talk about the 2022 film, Hong for Jesus, Save Your Soul. Stars Regina Hall and Sterling K. Brown.
2: I plead the fifth.
0: Don't just say I what plead you, the fifth. Wait, at the start of the episode. what are you talking you about? I plead the fifth. To the <laughs> what to do the you <laughs> mean just,
3: you plead the fifth?
0: <laughs> he,
2: brace it We're talking about the 2022 film. And I said, I plead the fifth. I'm not, I'm good. Okay. I'm good. Sure nobody
3: I, asked you. Uh, <laughs> I'll just let people know if, I plead the fifth. All right. Okay. This movie is a dark comedy rated i don't R. even know i didn't even know that it is now streaming on peacock it was peacock. available in theaters peacock still is a there. streaming service by NBC. Man, i don't even it's know what theaters, theaters were. um <laughs> i don't know what you're talking about like what i don't even i don't even i don't even know what this bit is anymore <laughs> the movie is a is a essentially a mockumentary about a bishop and his or pastor and his first lady they are disgraced leaders of a mega church because of some sort of allegations, they are now trying to come back and open their church again. They're going to open their church again on Easter Sunday, and the, they're documenting their lives leading up to this reopening. 72% on Rotten Tomatoes. Okay. Yeah. 26% audience score. That is the craziest thing you've ever said. <laughs>
4: that is the craziest. That's the holy people met.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what it is. Well, For that's sure. definitely what it <laughs> yeah. is. What? That's insane. Seventy-two percent Rotten Tomato, twenty-six percent. Yeah,
0: it got bombed. Yeah, it got it got like it got like review bombed. Okay.
3: Yeah, that makes sense.
0: that makes that, <laughs> that makes yeah, more right. sense. Sure. <laughs>
3: Let's see. Box office. I mean, you know, it's a it's a limited release, but it made two million at the at the box office. That's a good amount two, of money. Two point four million. No, limited release, it's not. Yeah. Two point
0: two point four million. A limited relief I mean,
3: I don't know how that... much it costs. It, it's not. Nobody's telling me. One, two,
0: three, four. Feet.
3: All right. So we got all the details out of the way. It is time for our initial thoughts. And Melissa, you are our lovely guest. Would you like to start?
4: Sure, I don't watch trailers, so I went to this movie not really knowing what it was about at all. I saw the billboards around town, and at first I thought it was for like a mega church, and then I realized yeah. it was switching all <laughs> and stuff <so I> <laughs> out on it. And I was a little bit intrigued, and then I thought it was going to be like a straight comedy. So when I watched this twice, once like last weekend, and then again today, when since. I was going to be part of this podcast. And so when I watched it the first time, I was doing work while I was watching it. And I missed a lot of what was actually happening. The second time I paid more attention, I realized that I missed like the nuances and the storytelling with like the camera aspect ratio. So I thought when I watched it, quote unquote, watched it the first time that it was all a documentary. And then the second time I watched it, I realized that it was, we were seeing things that were going yeah, back back and forth. And so, like, as someone that grew up in church and I was my mom's a minister, my uncle is a pastor, I was heavily involved in the youth ministry. I was a youth ministry president. I was also like three times liturgical dance champ international dance champion.
3: Ooh, okay, what? <laughs> Wait, what? Yes. <laughs> yes three yes. times international yes. dance champion.
4: Mm-hmm. What and kind so, of dance? Liturgical. So it's like kind of with ribbons and like just like dancing to the music, interpretive dance to the music. I
3: did not know that they held You was a southern
2: black lady.
3: I didn't I I know that they held black. liturgical dance yes. competitions. We That's went to the
4: Bahamas wild. and won one time.
3: Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what denomination? Baptist. We're... Baptist, yeah. Mm-hmm.
4: And so, like, while I still believe in God, I left the church because it's full of hypocrites. So I completely, in my opinion, I shall say, so I completely understand what the filmmakers were trying to say with this, but I did watch the short film, and I think that they got everything that they needed to say within those 15 minutes of the short, and I'll leave it there.
0: Okay. (laughs) Nice. All right. Yeah.
4: Hey. Oh, and there was one part in the short they... It was underage boys, and I thought it was interesting in the feature that they specifically made it so that they were
3: of age. Right. I think, I feel like they did that so that you didn't absolutely, like, you could try to get on board with this guy's character. I feel like the real story that this is somewhat based on, they were somewhat underage, or they were teenagers. James, do you want to go?
0: Well, I'll just <laughs> say I have not seen that short, but I it I had the same thought as Melissa that like, oh, this probably works better as a short than it does as a feature. It felt like it felt like one of those movies where it was like, yeah, we're 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 trying to take this concept that like that like that worked really well bite-sized and stretch it out a little bit. I thought the casting was really good. Like truly, it felt like every single person was somebody straight up out the church. Like it, they all felt like real people. No one felt like an actor to me in a way that I thought was like uh, uh, really, uh, really well done. And and yeah, I mean, I I to to my earlier point of it feeling like there are things about it that feel stretched. I'll just say that like I don't know. It felt like sometimes the movie. Didn't quite grasp a tone, like a clear, a, a clear tone. It felt like we were kind of jumping in and, in and out of things, in a way that that I didn't connect with. So that was tough at times. I also I grew up church adjacent. My my uncle was a, was a pastor, you know, and I was involved in youth group and 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 all of that stuff. And so there were just plenty of times when I was watching this, thinking like. Oh, uh, there is. There's. There's more we can dive into, or we can, or we can sort of maybe break this down in an even more nuanced way. I don't know that it felt like some. Some of it just wasn't on the screen. Nuck if you buck, hilarious, <laughs> H- hilarious. <laughs> that I mean, if the movie was that for an hour and forty five minutes or whatever the, the running time was, I I think I'd be saying something different. I thought Sterling was great. I thought Regina was great. It, there were certainly times where it felt like Sterling. Lives in the dramatic world a lot better than he lives in the in the in the comedic worlds. Regina, of course, had a fantastic ba- had a, of course a fantastic balance throughout. But she is she can she can never turn in a bad performance, and she really sells the shit out of this. Even the thing that I thought was confusing the 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 mime stuff at the end, like I I really I really didn't quite understand stand that at all i mean like I, I i there are things that to be to be derived from it but i didn't quite i didn't quite get what the what the actual point was in the context of this So that's it that's it we'll talk about it more more specifically but that but that's but that's my take on on Hulk for jesus save you so that's my that's my initial thoughts
2: what's up folks this podcast is sponsored by earning life doesn't happen bi-weekly so why should payday The money you earn could be in your hands today with Earning. Earning is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. Just download the Earning app and verify your paycheck. Then access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. Think about it. Say you're going out for a special date or it's getting hot, y'all. You might need a fresh outfit for brunch or something nice. Or maybe you just want to feel good and take yourself to dinner. Earning can help you today. Make earning a part of your financial routine. Enjoying earnings over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about earning, I think about financial stability and security. It gives me a lot of peace of mind. Mm hmm. Download Earning Today. That's spelled E-A-R-N-I-N in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earning app, type in Jump Under Podcast when you sign in. It'll help the show out. Jump Under Podcast. Subject to your available earnings, location, daily max, and pay period. See Earning.com slash DOS for details. Earning is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and trust member FDIC. So
0: what are you thinking for lunch?
1: Uh, I can't. I'm getting new window treatments.
0: Why don't you just go to blinds.com?
1: Because I need custom products.
0: Blinds.com products are made to order and they ship samples to you fast and free. Wow, how convenient! Tell me more. They can even verify your measurements and handle the installation. Plus, they're one hundred percent satisfaction guarantee.
1: Well, you've convinced me. Let's go eat. I've got time now.
0: Shopblinds.com and save forty percent on selected products. Rules and restrictions may apply. Introducing the latest grilling hall of flavor inductees. Meet Summer's favorite hot dog and the classic cheeseburger. One is juicy with Oscar Mayer beef and finished with unmistakable Heinz ketchup and mustard flavor. The other is melty with Kraft Singles' ooey-gooey goodness you'll want to savor. And they both would like to thank Heinz, Kraft Singles, and Oscar Mayer for getting them ready for summer flavor lovers like you. Visit grillingholloflavor.com to make your cookout stand out from the crowd.
2: I, w- I would like to say that I saw the movie Hump for Jesus. Save your soul.
3: Great, and and your initial thoughts? Yeah, I watched it. I watched it, and I was like, man,
2: they had some resources for this one. You know, Regina Hall was yo. Regina Hall was. I can't. I can't. Even think of the last time I saw her, bad into something. Have you ever seen her bad in something? I can't think of when I see like she's fantastic in everything. You know, everyone knows I'm a Sterling K. Brown. Even fan. the scary movies. Oh yeah, scary movie. She was fantastic. Especially the scary movies. <laughs> you know, Sterling Sterling was great. Yeah, man, I, I watched. I watched it. Yep, I watched it. Yeah, yeah. We are gonna have to scrub this episode from the <laughs> any other, any other, any, other, any other thoughts on, this, on the film? Oh, I, I, you know, I, I, I am thankful that this movie was made. They were given the resources to to to, to make the film they wanted to make or that she wanted to make. I'm, I'm an Issa Rae fan and a, and a Monkey Paw fan. I love, I love what they do. It's Bray's like little comment. It's it's,
0: it's Bray's little comments. That's hmm. <laughs> just
2: but no. It's only because Bray, Bray is distracted. Bray is distracted. That's see. not on me. That's not. No. 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 I saw the movie, James. I, so I, I, I'm just wondering when, if you're done or what. How many times did
4: you cut it off?
2: Wait. Okay. Yeah, that's a Melissa, good question. All right.
4: That's, <laughs> I'm that's I just Melissa wondering. to Yeah. Because I
2: I I started it. The Sunday it came out, and I finished it a week later.
4: That didn't answer my question though. I mean, look, <laughs> so, you know, uh, yeah, you, know, you could
2: have uh, watched half of it on Sunday. I didn't watch half, half of it. A bit. I, it took me a couple. It took me a couple. Took me a couple times. Okay, it took me a couple just times.
4: Curi- I was, I was just curious because I know how your watching habits are. I was just yeah, curious. Listen,
2: I, yeah, it took me a while, but you know, I saw it. And John, what did you think, John? That ain't gonna get me dragged today. Not today. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've already been
3: dragged. Dragged <laughs> <That's> by who?
2: <laughs> Listen, the people, the people, <laughs> the,
3: the people rated this at twenty six percent. Yeah,
0: well, we have already established though, that it got bom- it got review bombed.
3: Hey, that th- those are the people who felt some way about it <laughs> it's enough to review. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, the preface to this: uh, I'm a huge fan of mockumentaries. I I, I also uh, grew up in the in the church my whole life. I actually attended a church that had. Uh, Somewhat recently, a huge scandal in the pastor's now disgraced. And I went to that church for a long time. It was not a prosperity gospel church, which does feel like a big difference. And it wasn't a black church, which is also a huge difference. However, I have it, it, it. This film is hard for me because I have kind of like deep foundational problems with it. And those are that I, Tend to dislike comedies are trying to make some point without giving the characters without having any character that feels genuine. and I mean that to say not that they're real not that that these types of people do don't exist i I know that these types of people exist a hundred percent, but when you have at pretty much from in me everyone in the film feels like unless there's some sort of victim, they feel like fake in some way. You're like showing an entire, like, oh, everyone who go, who attends churches like this, this whole community is fake. And and that, and then because of that, it's harder. I don't know. It, I think that's what makes it hard to watch for more than 15 minutes. I think the performances are good for the most part. I think like the the style of the mockumentary was hard for me because it did slip in and out of it. It was confusing. Like, and yes, I'm, they changed the aspect ratio, like the color saturation, I think, cha- like things like that. Like there were ways that you could differentiate, but it still is kind of confusing. There's a reason that you don't usually do that when you're when you're doing a mockumentary kind of, kind of film, that you don't really do that often. I also didn't kind of understand what this documentary ever would have been if it were like actually made and completed. At least, and then like, I don't know what the main characters I, like, it feels like for people who just were involved in such a heavy scandal, it feels weird to me that they would break so often in front of the camera. And it was hard comedically that they were breaking immediately. Because then when we get to moments where there's more tension and more pressure. For them to break, it doesn't feel as big of a deal because they're already doing it in small ways. They're already cursing, and and like like sniping with each other. Like it's already the facade is coming apart almost immediately. So then, when you have a scene like when they're there with the other cup, the other couple uh, of pastors, like to me that scene inherently is so funny. But it would have been so much funnier if we weren't already seeing them break constantly before, you know what I mean? I, that said, I think like, I I look at this film a lot more harshly because it feels closer to home and it also feels like something I'm like, I kind of, I want to do in a in a way, you know? Like I'm working on not exactly this, but I am working on exploring, you know, the Christian community and how people feel and the hypocrisy that's within it, but then also the people who are in it genuinely, who believe in God and, like, like believe in this religion, but have some problems with it or, like, have these contentions that they're trying to deal with. Which I guess we kind of get at the end, maybe a little bit with Regina's character, but, like, even that felt... It just, like, there was so much. There was so much more that I wanted from this film that I didn't get. And I ultimately didn't find it as funny as I think it wanted to be. But anyway, that's that's my initial thoughts. Let's get into um, it.
2: That was Jonathan Braylock's initial thoughts. Just how are you saying it? Like I just that? want to make sure because he, <laughs> he specified his voice. I just want to make sure everybody knows those are wonderful thoughts. That's just Jonathan Braylock's initial thoughts. That's what Bray. You did bring knows.
0: up a good point, though. They're never caught. It's never like it's never like oh shit the cameras were on or the cameras are never like in a corner catching them have some they kind tried of private to do conversation. That, though. Did
4: they? It was only in that, that time where they were in in his office.
2: Yeah, I feel like the office.
0: Yeah, but they just didn't leak. Like the it basketball was, it wasn't, court. Even,
4: it that wasn't like a no the basketball court was none of the documentary.
3: Oh yeah, that, that was just real. Why yeah. oh how could you tell okay. The aspect ratio changed. I know. It's tough. It's tough to tell.
0: When, when they were did... in the office oh, okay. it was like can you, you leave right. the room? Can you leave change. the room were we supposed to believe that they left a camera in there or uh, my thought was th- no he
4: was they were holding it and then walk eventually walked out but i think they left the recorder in there cuz that the audio plays okay. later in the next okay. thing. listen wow. before we but even started, the moments
3: where they're like even the moments where they're like can you cut the camera off and then they like say what they really want to say i'm like no <laughs> yeah you would wait <laughs> you would no, wait for them to cut no the camera off no <laughs> real human being would trust that they would cut the camera off like, and they're wearing mics. You know what I mean? We've all seen the jinx. So, like, I, I just, <laughs> and again, if it was, like, one moment, sure. But the fact that it kept happening. Anyway, go ahead, Gerard. What were you saying?
2: No, I'm just saying, before, the one thing I do want to do, because just in case I slip up and start being honest, I do want to say truthfully. <laughs> <laughs> start being honest. I do want to say truthfully that I do think it's dope that they got this movie, <laughs> like, the sisters got this movie made. Because from the looks of it, like I understand this movie didn't they weren't like doing crazy special effects, but the budget of it looked like they were giving resource given resources. like the 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 costumes, the production design, like they had things at their arsenal. You know, how people may feel that they use those resources is up to opinion. But like at the end of the day, like this started as a fifteen minute short film that ended up on, like, Issa Rae's, was it Short Film Sunday? And they got Sterling K. Brown. And the thing is, it's so hard because most things I pitch, I try to say I want Sterling K. Yeah, yeah. True. But, like, they had Sterling K. Brown in a comedy, and that's one thing I want to do, but not as the lead in the comedy, because I feel like you use him, how he should be used, in in my opinion, is how people started using Robert De Niro, when it's, like, you have a bunch of comedians and he's just so fucking serious that like, it's just hilarious. And I think they were trying to do that here, but the jokes, they were I did not think they were helping him enough with the comedy, but I just want to say these sisters, director and producer, pulled off something crazy. So, cheers to them. And they have, I think, an overall deal with like 20, 20th Century Fox now based That's on awesome. this movie. That's
0: incredible. So like, here's something that I also you know, have to say though too. It is like, it, it the props do... The, 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 they do deserve a lot of props but i also think that props like the props also go to monkey paul the props also go to Issa, like the four for providing like for for providing these resources to these new director director writer producer team you know what i mean like it's 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 what's what is great about it is that you know they have they have these uh they have these resources and these and and are and are facilitating them you know and 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 it's truly amazing that they are letting young filmmakers make shit like that that is incredible and this is one of daniel culo's first movies he's produced out of what that it? he produced yeah exactly yeah, that's that's awesome you know they they deserve they
3: deserve a lot of props for that one of the other things that's hard about this film is that we don't actually get to, and I understand why, because this is the point of the film is that this is their comeback tour, but I feel like we don't get a sense. We definitely get a sense of like these are prosperity gospel people who are living it up, and very arrogant and like talk in like like talking about how you know how much they have and that that's what God wants and this and that. I feel and like and their success, I feel like we don't get a lot of like why people are drawn to them, especially from the audience, an audience point of view. You know what I mean? It's like we're already like, oh, screw these people, which fine, but it makes it harder to understand like why they had this to begin with, I guess, in a way. Yeah,
0: yeah. You're sort of like not, you're sort of as the audience, not on their side. From the beginning, you're sort of like, I don't think I'm going to like them. Why are
3: we following these people? And it's always such a tough chemistry to do this thing of like following unlikable characters. You know what I mean? Well, I
2: think, but I think you could do it. I think, I think, oh, it's so funny you say that because I was thinking about Always Sunny, like literally on the way home. And I'm like, they've been able to pull off But also, I think they lean into it, whereas I think, I think, so uh, my biggest thing about this movie, aside from it being, you know, made and very happy it was made, is that it's trying to tell two different stories at the same time. Like, I I would like to say that, like, I've known John forever, like, we both come from the church, but I think we both kind of have different experiences a little bit where, like, I was expecting this movie to do what I've always wanted to say and do, but never had the heart because of my family, and it just didn't do it. But then midway in the movie, it became almost like a story solely about Regina Hall, which is fine. But it just felt like I needed to pick what we're going to talk about and just lean into that because it just felt like there were certain things that just like, I don't know how this movie ended. I don't know what I don't know what as a person was I supposed to take away from it, like from a church aspect. Like, what are you saying about the church? Or are we talking about Creflo Dollar? Like, you know, there's so like I grew up. And it was a a girl who went to my school and her dad owned the biggest church in the Northeast, like Merlin, D.C., Virginia. It was massive, massive. She would come to school fresh to death, like crazy. And I'm like, oh, are we going to talk about like, you know, these churches and then some of the people in the
0: churches who don't have any money? Like, it just felt like, and then it wasn't funny enough. This may not be true. This may not be true, Gerard, but but I do think that, but to something John said and to your point I do think this movie was actually trying to say like fuck the church but like the church at large not not just fuck these people but like it it really felt that way to me (laughs) like it felt like
3: it did feel that way a little bit
0: yeah
1: Priceline presents go to your happy price what's up it's Kaylee Cuoco All right, see ya. I'm off to Miami. No, actually, wow, look at that. No, I- I'm going to Hawaii now. Ooh, Cancun looks nice. You know what? Belize looks pretty nice this time of year. Or, mmm, Palm Springs. Go to your
4: happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy prize, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Amazon Prime. Whatever you're into with Amazon Prime, you can go deep. So if you're all about pop right now, you could watch pop documentaries on Prime Video. Discover pop playlists on Amazon Music Prime. And if you're really serious, order a rhyming dictionary with fast free shipping from Prime. From shopping to streaming to saving, it's on Prime. Visit Amazon.com slash Prime to get more out of whatever you're into. Yeah, because the even the other couple, they were like the new people, but they were they lie everything that they were saying was a lie. And they were caught in the lies several times and they were coming at it trying to say like these two, except uh, when Lee Curtis and Trinity are pastor and first lady. Now we've got the new people coming in. They're equals because they're both pastors, but they're still lying about it. I, that's how I read it. that they're still lying about everything that that is happening. They're lying about, I mean, the biggest lie is them at the end where they say they don't know that the Easter Sunday that they were moving that. But I don't I, I, as like it's not it's still not clear though. there's so many things that are happening here without having a strong through line and a main story. Like, I don't know if we're supposed to feel. Regina's pain as the first lady. Like, Sterling really doesn't have saying. any pain. He it doesn't have, so like, he, no one. Yeah. Like, I would, I think the scene with her mother should have been way earlier in the film. I think, like, that would have helped a lot because then we would have got her point of view, view instead of waiting to the exactly. end. Exactly.
3: Yeah. There was a lot of, like, I don't know, i like, a lot of delaying and information. Like, they delayed, like, the information of what the scandal was and i wonder if they i mean like there's part of me that's like oh did they do that so that we would be more on their side and then once the scandal kind of broke you're like ooh, like it's like the the more information we get the less we but like but they weren't doing anything to make us be on their side anyway so it was just like even worse there's also this thing of like so with these kind of scandals generally in my my understanding of them you either have some a pastor who is so disgraced that everybody else in the church kicks that kicks those people out and they their church is gone from they they know the church exists but they are no longer the leaders of that church
4: cuz they don't own the church itself. they don't own
3: the church yeah and so it's like the elders or or other pastors or the congregation itself will be like we want a new leader you're gone that's happened to me- that's happened to f- several pastors that's the that's the when I with the church that I went to that church survived their the leadership is gone like certain leaders got knocked a lot of leaders actually several leaders got kicked out but that church still exists you know and they kicked the leaders out the leader like denies everything and they make sure like and, and then there's a small like group of people or maybe not even so small people who still follow them and they never leave the church, you know? So this was like a weird, I don't know if this has happened. I, I, I'm i not familiar with it. I'm not familiar with a the whole church shuts down and then the whole church opens back up again under like the same name. Like that felt like less, like, and, and therefore it complicates things because then what you don't have is, well. and I feel like what we never really got to see is, you never really get to see the people who stay, and and the delusion that they live in, right? You also don't get to see, or the flip side, you don't get to see these disgraced leaders try to start something new, and their and their whole thing is already still going on over here. Yeah, you know what I mean. Starting
4: from the bottom to build it up.
0: Yeah, yeah, because it's because it's gonna take a lot to get me back to that church like it's gonna take a lot a, if i've been if i've been if i've left this church and i have been getting because it closed you know and i've been and i've been getting my worship from this other place and i'm rocking with this place no matter what i feel for me this is my experience no matter what i feel for that pastor and that family it's going to take a lot to get me to start going across town to this other Spot again, if 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 I have done this mo- full move on, because you need to show
2: like how important they were. Like this was a mockumentary that only interviewed two people. You know what I mean? Like if you think about it, like we generally didn't have any interviews about like what Bray is saying. Like the congregation that stayed. Like I mean, we saw the other couple like twice, but we didn't get to see like. Did I'll say this? I went to a church. I always assumed the pastor was like. A goon, like, I I just assumed he was a goon. And he did a lot of goony shit, but he did so much for the community. Like, it was like you... It was hard pressed to be like, yo, man, I know The Rev is like, wow, he be selling bootleg DVDs. But at the end of the day, those bootleg DVDs goes to the shelter that is two doors down from his house. And so, (laughs) you know...
4: (laughs) They did... They did... But they did, they told, the thing is that told us that the things happened. They said that they paid off all the debt for the city. They said that they opened that youth center, that the a lot of the kids in the neighborhood, it was all at the very beginning and it was fast. The very beginning. Yeah, it was so fast. And like the governor and the mayor used their church as a place to start their campaigns. Like it was all said. It just wasn't.
3: But we don't get to, yeah, we don't really feel full. it. We don't,
4: we don't get to live in the moment and see what really And then really I was going to say.
3: The other scene was we, you had the person who was like picking up trash came over and was like, oh, like you really helped me. The thing with that scene, though, that was so confusing to me. I thought that was the boy he touched. No, no, I don't think so. It's not. It wasn't. It, but the thing that was confusing to me about that, though, was that two things. It was like, one, it, it wasn't. I feel like we didn't get enough. It didn't feel real. Like I wasn't. It, I, I was like, "Is this real or not?" And then I was like, "Oh, I guess it's real, but like I don't know the specifics, so it doesn't. It's not impacting me." And then when he walked away, they did the little like chiron thing, where like the like the lower thirds where he was like former congregate, and then it said like inmate in
0: the yeah in the penitentiary. Yeah, yeah.
3: Wait a minute. Is that a joke? Were you trying to make that a joke? Is the joke that the only person who still likes this guy is an inmate? And if so, that's that's horrific to me. <laughs> I was like, that's the only not funny. That's offensive.
4: I was going to say, we did hear people like on the, I guess that was supposed to be the radio, like defending them. But again, I would have liked to see those
3: people and see them interact. So the other thing about this is because it's like, okay. I just don't, it's hard for me. They were, the level of incompetence that both of these people had was so high that it was like, it's one thing to be, it's one thing for them to be fake. I get it. Like, that's one of the things, like, they're going to be fake, you know, not really mean what they say and use the Christian-y language, you know, to like say, but, but this and that, like, that's the fun games of it. Why were they so, if they felt, they felt delusional to an extent that was like, I, i don't know it's not it's not it's, it wasn't funny i don't even know how to explain it i was just like like even the whole movie is called "Hong for jesus savior soul that part that portion of it was the most felt so unrealistic and so like what is going on like why are they doing this
4: yeah it would have been better if they would have been self-aware and more like y'all were saying before like them getting caught doing things like if they were so self-aware when they were in front of the Camera crew, then I, it would have made it stronger. But I don't think that they're aware of what they're doing. They're just delusional. But I think, I think that Regina people that are in little... those high, a little bit. But I think those people in those high positions know exactly what they're doing. It's manipulation, and we didn't see enough of that manipulation.
2: Well, I I think also to that point a, again, a,
3: and it was bad manipulation. Well, I
2: think that's the hard part about this. The whole conceit of the movie is that. I can't figure out what they wanted to say, because if they were going to say, these people are bad, we could have leaned into it. Like, it's like, you know, like Sterling, for instance, I think he had like one scene when you kind of really saw him like manipulate that kid who like came to confront him a little bit. Like you kind of, and to me, I'm like, okay, this person is so disillusioned. Like he doesn't see what he did. He's like, yeah, I tried to help you. Like you may be too much for me to help. And I'm like, okay. That conceit of this person he is only in this for himself, and that's just really hone in on like, and I think they were trying to,
0: but then uh, I don't know,
2: but you uh, you know that scene
0: also though didn't feel delusional that scene that scene felt like that felt evil <laughs> like that felt like like if 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 he's if he was really- t- touching these boys right <laughs> and using them and however it was that he was using them, then then he was not just trying to help them if giving them cars and giving them money and all whatever it was that he was giving them if 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 beyond doing that he was also getting something in return then he wasn't helping them you know it's not it's it's not a delusion it is it is evil and so it was like i, I don't know I, I don't know there were there the, there were these moments like this like the penitentiary like the sex scene that like felt, that felt mean and
3: insensitive.
0: (laughs) Like it it didn't feel like comedy, it felt like, or drama, it felt like, yeah, anyway.
3: (laughs) What did the movie gain by making a scandal this scandal? Like a scandal that's not only, it's like, there are church scandals that are for the real world. It's like a scandal, but like the real world is kind of like, whatever, you know, like you cheated on your wife. That's a huge scandal in the church in in but it's not a criminal it's literally not criminal and it's a thing that people would be like it's like yeah you're kind of a bad person but like you know what i mean like some people i wouldn't stop being your friend you know what i mean like i'm i'm gonna you know what i mean like that kind of thing like this was like how could anyone no no one can believe what he did he did you can't like it's hard to forgive some if like you actually believe like hey this person molested five boys like five young even if they're men molested five young men you can't believe that the church world can't believe that he had homosexual relationships at all you know what i mean it, it's the added it later of it i don't know why they didn't just have it be he was caught having sex with the man you know and that's it not like the the molestation part of it which again i know it's derived from a real thing but it's like that's the part that makes it go Well, goodness, like, how can we ever, we can never be on his side, you know, whereas if it was like someone who is a pastor who's gay and secretly having these relationships and then he gets caught and he has to deny it because of his position in the church. But you know what I mean? Like we could sit, go back and go like, well, I kind of feel for him a bit because like the the theology is what's crushed, is like also crushing him. And I feel like he's a bad guy at the same time, you know, because of all the stuff that he's doing. I don't know. It it made it tricky. Yeah, you know
4: but what I al- mean? also with the Khalil, I think was his name. Uh, with him, he, I thought it was an entry. I don't think it was a good take, but it was an interesting take that he was basically saying, like, I thought like you actually had feelings for me, but then I found found out that there were other other guys too. So, so there was like. I think there was some and grooming and courting d- through this but could it like I keep saying it just could have been more. Like what if it was just one guy that he actually was in love with? Like what if that was a scandal? Also it felt like
2: it felt like him and Regina never addressed it, really? Like they were like like it would come up, it would get brushed over, but it felt like they never truly addressed it except for maybe a little bit during that um basketball scene.
4: She kind of, when they were, when he was practicing his sermon, she kept trying to get him to pull more and more from it and he wouldn't be completely truthful, but that's the most that we got from that.
0: Yeah. yeah, It did feel like she was trying to get him to say, like, yes, I had a relationship with, with these boys and many boy or whatever, whatever it would have been. It did feel like that was her goal with that. And he was never going to say that. Yeah.
2: I, I just, you know... I I, I, I don't know what to say about this. one. It's hard because I don't. Want, I don't. I don't want. Let's to... talk about
0: what we liked. I liked when Sterling set. When Sterling stepped on the gum, when <laughs> Sterling stepped on the gum, and he gets so mad at the gum. He said there was something that he said. Like he said so, God God. Yeah, he, like, said something, like, mother fuck. He said something in a way, and his, his whole body arched in a way. It looked so funny in that suit doing that. And then, of course, I mean, you know. And I of like course. the
4: baptism scene. That was good. Oh,
3: yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, I yeah. like the knuckle. Oh, yeah. This
4: is, this is my really thing. Nice.
3: I mean, that was so <laughs> awkward. That baptism scene it just strips down, and you're like, what are you <laughs> doing? Look, I, I enjoyed
4: it. I'll say that. Oh, <laughs> here you go.
2: Here
0: you go. <laughs> here you go.
2: Well, listen to who Lord. we all praise. Oh, listen, we the all Lord. liked the
0: baptism scene. Yes. Praise. Yes, the praise, Lord. praise. Oh, him. my
2: <laughs> goodness. Y'all mess. I say it's funny because, you know, I love the of you buck scene, but it felt. <laughs> That was great. It was so... Like, the scene was so... Again, Nug of You, Buck.
3: Random. One of my favorite songs. They did the whole ra- song. It felt <laughs> random as shit. Whole.
2: Especially because of the scene that came right after it. And I was like, I thought we were going to show... that. No, we're talking about things we like. I like the Nug of You, Buck. I like that we got... We in and buckin'. Because that's that's my favorite part. Like, that's... that's you know, she... I just need... Like I needed her to do a little bit more hair. It like bobbing, opens
0: but. on that scene. That part of the of the scene opens with Sterling saying it's a close up of Sterling rapping the whatever the, the verse is. And he says, nigga, like every three were. And it's so funny how into it he is. He's so. That's, that's the way you rap the song. <laughs> like that's the way. Like... Exactly. But this
3: pastor is so funny. OK, sorry. I just wanted to my. The other thing is that I wanted them to be. I wish they were even more delusional. You know what I mean? Yes, but we talk like, about stuff we liked. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, 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 You know <laughs> who I liked?
0: There you, you go know who I
3: liked? I really liked the other couple. Like I thought the yes. way that they played it was so. They fun, were so and I self-aware kind
4: of, of what they were doing. That's they were great. great. Yeah. I wish
3: the yeah. I wish they were like that because the. The
4: way Who that they played she? it was like <laughs> she, she was... Nicole Bayari, uh, she's been in, in a lot of stuff.
3: Yo, yeah, she was so
2: ruthless. Both... I yeah. <laughs> and he played such a confused, like, oh, oh, if I would have known. Like the whole time she like, nigga, you
0: knew. <laughs> oh, I, I, in a, in a good way, didn't like him so much. Like, <laughs> you could just tell, you could just tell he was lying knew he was lying but but like had a tone about him that was like but this I
4: is i know exactly who those two are like <laughs> yes. i know those people yes. i know them
0: yes
3: <laughs> yes
0: oh man that was 100%, great
3: percent a hundred percent know them and they were they played it so well it was like that's the the part that was a hands down my favorite part but again i wish That the buildup to it was better because it would have the payoff would have been so much more juicy. If we saw them, if we saw this couple, if we saw like Sterling and Regina asking people to pray earlier, then that moment where they are like, "Let's pray about it." That was my favorite joke right there. (laughs) Yes, yes.
4: She said, "We've we've already got two here."
3: (laughs) We've already got two here.
2: Teams are the heart and soul of every company.
1: And if you listen to Adobe's new podcast, The Power of Teamwork, you'll hear about why they're so important. Hosted by Adobe's Garrett Schwartz, The Power of Teamwork explores how collaboration fuels success through real-life stories across various industries. You'll even hear some of it firsthand from guests at HelloFresh, Gooder Sunglasses, Amazon's The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, and more. So listen and subscribe to The Power of Teamwork on Spotify now. Earbuds looking a little dirty? Time to discover Clinear Ear Cleaners. Made of a soft, flexible material, Clinear Ear Cleaners remove excess earwax and provide relief from itchy ears and dry skin. They have a unique design with a scoop on one end to remove earwax and a fin on the other end to exfoliate dry skin. With Clinear, get the scoop on clean ears. Discover the line of products at Clinear.com.
3: But them like it is such a huge for people who are not in Christian culture. The well, we should let's pray about it. Is like the it's the easiest way to get out of anything. I'm not saying I'm not trying to say that people shouldn't pray about things. What I'm saying is that it's really easy for Christians to use the pray about something to not do a thing that they that they know. Not, in this case they didn't have to do what they were asking but you know what I mean it's like well you know you should be doing something and you're like well I'll, I'll, let me pray about it you know <laughs> I'll, I'll pray about it you know let me see let me, let... anyway it, that was such a funny thing and the bless your heart stuff like the like bless your heart and she's like bless your heart you know? like, it's like an F you like, that was so funny Wait,
0: there was also that one there was that one scene uh, I think this was just with a member of the congregation but like they re- they uh, when regina runs into the woman at the they're at the mall or that's something what he was just and about, yeah. that's yeah. the part that's the yeah. part yeah it's so funny that part is so when she walks away but when she the specific part that we didn't say is when she walks away before regina is able to reply <laughs> that was such a funny way to end that scene oh man yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Good. We said some stuff that we like. Oh, and the actor who plays Khalil, I, I, I loved his scene. I loved his scene, and I, I, I like that actor. Just want to see the thing
2: it. is, I, I, James, I love Daybreak. Okay, it deserved a season two. Ferris Bueller with zombies. Sign me up. I did not like this scene. I actively did not like this scene because I was like,
3: I, I wasn't a huge fan of
2: it. Well, the scene is weird. The scene
4: is straight from the short. It's the same scene. Uh, okay.
2: Okay. Because, because you know what it was? It was the. I think I think the way Sterling played the scene, I thought was fantastic. I think maybe how the younger actor was directed or tonally what he was doing didn't align with the scene to me. And I giggled a little bit when this scene was happening, and I know that's not what you're supposed to do. Oh, that's this... so interesting.
0: Because I felt... was so tense. I was tense the whole scene. Just wanted to throw, throw that in. I okay, was.
2: Going. I. You know what it was? It was like two things. One, because I know Sterling K. Brown is is a pastor in this suit, but Sterling K. Brown, we've seen at this point, is an Adonis of a black man. Okay, he he is he is a he's a And this and this little dude walks up to him and is super like angry and I'm like it the emotional arc like it it just didn't match and the thing is even having Regina there in the background it felt like I couldn't tell who I was truly supposed to care about in this scene because of how this character approached him so we didn't even get that moment of like Sterling being like fuck I fucked up and then getting the transition of him like trying to save himself and be like yo I I tried to help you. Like he said the words, but because I think the, the way the scene was shot and the way it was performed, it was like, we didn't get to see that transition because the guy he was performing with didn't give him the turn that was needed. And it just, I, I mean, I, I did a, <laughs> Wait,
0: the, he didn't it, give.
4: I, <laughs> just I feel the same yeah. way. And I think it's because they literally love this scene so much in the short that they took it and just kept the exact same thing. And they didn't know how to change it for a, Feature. It needed a little nuance and it
2: wasn't in it. And and it wasn't because of Sterling. It was the fact that, like.
0: But wait, but is it that that act? That scene, I think that scene is weird, but I think
4: it's it's not not in the right place. It's not in the right place.
3: Yeah, I don't know if it's the actor necessarily. Well, here's the thing. This is what I feel. I feel like it's interesting because I have read some reviews and this was a well reviewed movie for the most part. And it seems like people are like, oh, like the character, like they don't take too many cheap shots and the characters have a lot of nuance and stuff. And I'm like, and I'm like, what movie did, what movie were these people watching? It, do they feel that way just because they're human beings and they have emotions? Does they, they Do they think emotions equals nuance? Because just because Sterling K. Brown at times is clearly sad and upset and like has feelings because he's like, sexually attracted to men and he like, can't act like that kind of stuff. I was like that, but we don't, we never really addressed it. And I was like the nuance to me, it's like, I want the nuance of this world. I want to know why do people do this? Not that they are this way. I want to know, I like the fun to me of exploring the, of, of a fictional version of this is to try to figure out why people do it. And I don't think they tried that at all. Like, And because of that, it was the reason that it was not as funny to me is because it's boring because it was like, we just kept getting the same thing over and over and over and over again for an hour and 40 minutes. Like there was no nuance to how they acted. That's why the other couple was so refreshing because it was like, they were playing the thing that you would think that Sterling K. Brown and Regina would play at some point, but they never really do. Even when they do kind of put that thing on, it's so blatantly fake. You know what I mean? Like even in the it, it it just like it doesn't it doesn't even feel like they believe it like in a way you know like and it's not it's not coming off it's not coming off the right way either you know what i mean it's not it's not it feels like they're bad at it
4: <laughs> yeah it's like <laughs> I, it's almost like if if they like showed that they like really loved money and this is why they're doing this cuz they really love money then like to put on this facade then i think that would have made it stronger but like i think The better story would have been the other couple had already taken over their own church, and then they're trying to start their own. And that's what
3: actually would happen. Yeah,
4: it's like a war between the two. Yep. Yes,
3: and not both churches are trying to open at the same time. That doesn't even make sense. I mean, churches
4: are going to be open on Sunday. Like that's just what things happen. Like that's not. Yeah,
3: the idea that like. uh, that there are just all these people who are just waiting for a church to open doesn't make any sense either.
4: It should just be a battle between the two of them trying to get the congregation, the biggest congregation in town. Maybe them trying to outdo charities, like giving more money.
3: Like it, and that's it's, the other thing. I was like, they didn't do anything to get people to come to their church. Like they didn't do anything that mm-hmm. felt like they would get people to Community come to their church. Outreach, they didn't do no fish yeah.
2: fry. They didn't do a bake sale. They didn't have like a car wash. They didn't have a... You know, my church. One time, my church, we had we we had a, a a pastor who got fired. I don't know why. I was too young. I don't know why he got fired. But he got fired, and they brought in a new youth pastor, which we never had a youth pastor. And they had a car show, in in the, at the church. I'm like, what niggas want to see these old ass cars? And it's like it's the distraction. We didn't have that. Like there was no like, hey, let me go get a rapper to come, mm-hmm. but you know That's
4: what? That's what we had. I was going to say that too. Had some Christian rappers come into the
3: church to bring the you Christian rapper. Yeah, do some... I was like, I was like a person who like, apparently like, is the first person who like brought lasers into the church. Like, how... It doesn't make sense that they would get to the point where they're just doing like a honk for Jesus sign, like standing off, like on the side of the road with a megaphone. Like, I, I was like, what? And, and the thing is, if that that's towards the end of the movie, if you want to get to the point that they're so desperate and then that's what they resort to, great. But I, I think one of the huge problems of this movie is that from the beginning, you know they're never going to get people into their church because they're never doing anything. And the movie never shows anything that makes it seem like they would. It's like they're bad at it the whole time. They're bad at the documentary part of it. They're like still within the scandal it doesn't feel like... The other thing I realized is that there is a, a scene where he like gives a real speech. And I think that scene was supposed to be the scene where we see, Which like, scene? why...
2: Scene? In the church, when he's practicing that one?
3: By himself. Uh, and then Regina's there, and she's, like, giving notes and really hard on him. I feel like we were supposed to feel... And I think it was supposed to be funny when Regina's, like, like, that wasn't good. Because I think we, as the audience... This is how I felt. I don't know if you, just based off the score of the music, the way that they shot it, they were like doing these weird, cinematic 360 shots around him, like, like, you know, like as he's like doing this very heartfelt speech, like sermon, and then Regina's like craps on it. And I feel like at that moment, it was supposed to be like, you know, here's a glimpse of like why people liked this guy, like why he was so good.
4: And But I'm just but like, that was wasn't, it. it wasn't good. It wasn't, I didn't think it was funny. Also, that's the scene that leads to them lying in bed, both like looking at the ceiling and then she calls her mom t- saying that she can't do this anymore. And the thing is, there was no documentary film crew that was there. So why couldn't we see them like breaking that and being who they really are? Which is, it just doesn't feel authentic.
2: But you know, she got an overall deal out of this. So, you know- i might even trying to. The thing is, I, I think I think so. Everyone knows, like I'm. I'm definitely trying my best not to like crap on this movie because this is a young person who like was able to pull something off. But it's so hard because we do review movies a lot of times. We are reviewing movies of people who are kind of on, and so when you're on, Denzel gonna have 25 movies. If I say I don't like one of them, Denzel's gonna be fine. You know, Spike Lee got a, like 10 movies. He's in the National Film reserve If I don't like one, he'll be fine. He'll hate me for it. He'll be fine. But this woman, this is her first feature, and it's a feature that. For, you know, its merits has awarded these two sisters, you know, a lot of promise. And it's tough because it's, there are faults in it, you know? And I think we we don't, it's hard to criticize Black art when we're still trying to make a lot of Black art. So I'm having a tough time with this movie because I want to critique it, but I don't want someone to be like, oh, we're supposed to support it. But then that doesn't feel like we're advancing because we should be able to critique Black art. Black art in a certain way, so I don't know, man.
4: I just feel like they're they were too married to the short, and they should have done. If you're gonna make it a feature, it needs to feel like a feature film. This just didn't have the elements there for a feature film.
3: Yeah, I think that we needed a little bit more of a linear story, and that is gonna take ups and downs. And it was kind of like all down in this way that was hard to sustain for a long time. I want it more exploration of these people who why they do what they do and why the people who follow them follow them you know like i was interested in that and maybe the movie wasn't and so it's like hey we wrote what we wanted to do we just wanted to like like make fun of like these types of people and how awful they are and it's like okay cool i think that it's more effective to make fun of those people when you're not just taking the absolute worst of those people, making fun of those people. It's, it's like, look, there are certain pastors who have not been involved in a scandal, who do these sorts of things that are in churches that are very, very successful to this day, have lots and lots of money. Maybe they have things like they have people who come at them and they're able to go, nope, boop, boop, right? Why not make fun of that person? because if you're trying to expose something then that's the thing because otherwise to me if you're making fun of someone who everyone both in the church community and outside of the church community is like yeah that's a terrible person then like I don't know what we're do-. and then and you're not exploring why that person is the way that they are or how the religion itself or the community or whatever like what like why this exists why it produces this kind of person then I don't know what we're doing. It's like, yeah, anybody can make fun of like someone who's just the absolute worst. Yeah, you know, like, I I don't know. Like that's so that's why it's hard for me. And I do agree with James in the sense that it did feel, or I forgot if you said this James, but like it did feel like they were also just making fun of like the whole, the community as a whole. It, that it, That's what it felt like to me, yeah but they were putting forward the worst people and so so it feels unfair which is why i feel like it gets it gets like audience bomb because then it's like you're trying to make everyone look like this these people and that's not who we are you know
0: what was the what do y'all think the mime sequence was about like were they trying to were they calling regina Paul's character a clown i don't know exactly i think
4: it was supposed to be her putting on a mask and then making a fool of herself which she did and then once khalil came the mask came off and then she wiped it away that's what i think was supposed to be happening but
0: Right, but she still had it on for like the next couple scenes. Yeah, but then (laughs) she smeared it. She She ran away and she smeared it.
4: (laughs) And stepped in the gum like he
0: did at the beginning. Oh, I missed that part. Okay, wait, and and did she have mime dance training before this like where did that come they from? Like- said
4: at the when they were giving a tour of the church before they were talking about how they have different dance groups in the church and there's a mime group and there's like a hip-hop group and some other
0: dance group but they did plant it earlier yeah well because I, I i asked though because it like seemed like her face was like in perfect makeup <laughs> okay it was perfect makeup. And so it gave me the impression that it was like a vocation of hers. But but for all intents and purposes, she didn't want to do it. And so I was so confused. Like, I like, this didn't is, understand what This was. is
4: another thing that I think they were too married to from the short. Because in the short, she runs away faster and then immediately smears. She doesn't have like this big monologue in between and immediately smears it. And I think that they, again, it was too married to this from the short and then they did didn't change it for a future
0: right right okay yeah okay all right i mean all of those ideas are cool uh there you know i was just but a little like, confused w-
3: I, I guess i just didn't understand even the logic of like why was he like yeah you have to be a mime that is what get, will p- get people into our church
4: they should have did a fish fry <laughs> <Like, laughs> they should did a fish right <laughs> like it,
3: it feels like someone just trying to create a joke you know what I mean? Like, it's so absurd, but it's not absurd funny. You know what I mean? Like, it's not, that's not, f- it's not funny. It's just, It's just doesn't make sense. Yeah. Did they still have money? I don't, that's a good question. Yeah. They, they still had all stuff. the
4: cars. They still had all the cars. She bought that $2,000 hat.
0: She does say in that ba- on the scene in the basketball court, though, that like, we just got robbed for a lot of money and we're running. She says something like, you know, we to pay, to make this all go away, the settlement. So it did make me think that they were like, they hemorrhaged a lot of money and potentially like, like if the church does not work, then they won't have this money anymore. You know?
4: When they did like that footage that it was just playing over because they were, they had still been mic'd. They said that, there was still one holdout of the five, and the holdout was Khalil, who we see later. They paid more money because she does say we gave you more money when he gets out the car.
0: Is the is the short just on the street? Is it just that stuff asking honk for Jesus, or is there more to the? There's shorts?
4: more. There's they go like in the church. It's kind of like the beginning of the movie. Like it's the beginning and the end of the movie.
0: Yeah, honestly, hey, listen, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say this too. Gerard already did this. I'm gonna say it. Sincerely good for them. <laughs> I mean, it's truly incredible. It's truly incredible. The movie looks great. It has the big some of the biggest actors on the planet are in it. Yeah, like all of the the, the, the movie is simply dripping. It's it is dripping in production value. And so truly, you know, great. Good for them for them and you can sort of see how like the movie kind of feels a lot like a a play in this sense of like where you you kind of there's a lot to be like dissecting every every scene you know but it also doesn't feel like it quite says a specific thing hard enough and i can understand like you know the uh, i say this every time we talk about sterling but i remember seeing him do plays in new york you know and so like i can see why something like this and this role would be attractive, you know, to, you know, cause there are just so many moments, you know, <laughs> so there are so many moments in this movie. And so, you know, honestly, truly, truly great for them. You know, that's it. That's all I'm yeah, say. man. You know, I, uh, I, I don't know what bit to do
2: here. You know, they, they got a movie made, you know, <laughs> like, I, I don't I don't have a bit. I'm sorry. I don't know what to say. I'm scared. Well, here's I'm what scared. I would
0: have liked to have seen. Here's what I would have liked to have seen. Okay. Because I just I do feel like, you know, sort of to what we've been saying that like we could we would have liked to have gotten a little bit more from even though, you know, Sterling is the the is one of the leads of this of this movie, you know, we would like to have gotten into the nitty-gritty of this a little bit more. And I just feel like that scene when he steps on the gum and he like kind of flips out, you know, he could have fallen down cocked his head, you know, and then, and then he woke, and when he, when he, when he wakes up, he's like, hold on, what is this? Are these hooves? Are these, are these hooves? And, and then he walks over to, like, a mirror, and he sees that he's a, he's a lamb, okay? Oh, he's gosh. turned into, his he's consciousness. lamb of God, is that what it is? It's now, mm-hmm. in, no, his consciousness, no, his consciousness is now, now inside of a lamb, okay? Precious lamb and, of God. And, and, mm-hmm. pre- and, and then as he, as he bleats out, you know, it kind of has, like, a, a honk nature to it. You know, so he's kind of. I just watch. I'll watch that. That makes sense to me. He's honking a little bit, and 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 through that journey, you know, through the journey of that we have, no like, a deeper understanding of just what he's going through and why he's done the things that he's done, you know? And then as the wool okay, no, unravels... No, right. Amen. You know, keep going. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. As, <laughs> as the wool unravels... Take your time. Take your time. He's there. He's there. He's on the screen. He's on the screen. Just mm-hmm. a naked... The wool unravels. He's the naked mm-hmm. lamb of God just standing there dealing uh, with all of his tragedy. <laughs> all i there on the screen, <laughs> thank
2: you. Y'all cool. going to hell, y'all going to hell, cool. <laughs> hallelujah! Y'all going to hell, hallelujah. Y'all, <laughs> y'all go to hell for that. Oh no, I don't like it. I don't like it. Right in this, stop right, watching bro. the Emmys right. and end it. Brain
3: right. <laughs> 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 time for the cause. We rate and review films not based on how much we like them, but whether or not they help the cause of more leading black actors in Hollywood. If it fully helps the cause, we give it a black fist. Someone helps the cause, we give it a white palm. If we feel like it didn't really help the cause at all, we don't give it anything. So on the count of three, we will raise our rating for Honk for Jesus, Save Your Soul. I'm
0: going to turn my video off. I'm going to turn it off. (laughs) Don't don't turn it off. Wait. 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 (laughs) Wait a second.
3: Wait a second. One. And two... And it's not based
2: on if we like it. Right? That's the rules? Okay. All right. That's what Three. Look
3: I at that. I gave it four. I
0: it gave, it, I gave four. it two. It got five black fists. It, it got four. five black fists. It got four black fists.
2: Melissa, why'd you give it a fist? <laughs> I'm not listening to James anymore.
0: I gave it
4: a fist because they got their short made into a feature film. They're They got the deal. Like... This, I, I think it's good all around for the filmmakers. It was a good all around investment that they made. And that's why I gave it a Black Fist.
0: Yeah, I didn't even know about that overall. that You, you saying that made me re- like, I mean, come on. This is the dream. This is Black people jumping in Hollywood. All of the money in this movie? My goodness gracious. I couldn't believe it. All the Black Fists. Black Fists forever for this
2: movie. Yeah, man, I did it. For that reason, they, I keep saying they because they, it's two sisters, even though one directed and wrote it, but the other one produced and stuff. They have an overall deal and they got this movie made. Yeah. And it looks good. They got, I mean, they got Sterling K. Brown in a movie and they got Regina Hall. At the end of the day, they got some of the biggest people in Hollywood backing them. Like they got Jordan Peele and Daniel Coolo. Like it's, they, like, God bless. I, I hope, I hope more success to them. And, you know, every movie's a learning lesson. So, yeah, that's great. Good for them.
3: Yeah, man. It's like a lot of black people. It's like mostly, if not all, black people in this film. So, gotta give it a fist. Thank you all for listening. Oh wait, Melissa
2: got stuff to promote.
4: Yeah, what's up, Melissa? What's going on? You have,
3: uh, some stuff you want to promote?
4: Sure, I have. I host two podcasts. One's called. Don't Blame Me, it's a call and advice show where we talk about sex and relationships and family issues and all that stuff. And then I've got a spinoff of that show called But Am I Wrong where we judge people in politi- politics and pop culture. If you don't like those shows, I produce like 13 <laughs> other shows, so that. And then <laughs> I wrote a soap opera that I'm trying to sell, so if you want to buy a soap opera, call me. All right, soap opera. She is not Melissa on socials. <laughs> because it's Melissa with two S's. Two S's! It it. Yeah, but I'm one S.
3: Uh, All uh, right. Well, y- you can follow us at Blackman Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. Blackmanpodcast.com is our website. We have links to merchandise, uh, t shirts, uh, you know, things like that via T Public. You can also look up our defunct Patreon, which we have a year's worth of episodes there. Don't do any more new episodes. Nope, I'm
0: going to make them get on, come on my radio show, and then we're going to do a new Patreon episode on, on my radio show. I'm going to make them do it. Then we're going to just release one. We're going to release a single I'm going to say, wait, what? Episode. They're going to pay for one episode? <laughs> <laughs> oh, when they can listen uh, to it for free. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a, they, yeah it,
3: all right.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, this don't make no sense, James. Also,
3: if you rate and review us on iTunes, give us five stars. We'll read your review on the air. This one is by Esonia. It says, funny, deep, and insightful. I just learned about this podcast about a week ago, and I've been diving into a, into the ton of past episodes. They're all so good. These three men are so funny and clearly share great friendship amongst them oh I don't like these not movies. true but no I'm just I don't kidding. like <laughs> these <movies> at all <laughs> <laughs> I, I recently so listened to an episode <laughs> I recently listened to an old episode where <laughs> they decry the lack of Richard Pryor movies they review hadn't reviewed I guess could I humbly suggest they check out which way is up blue collar he's great and lady sings the blues too but I have issues with how Billie Holiday is portrayed oh wow this must have been written right before we reviewed that and maybe Car Wash. Yeah. Apologies if you've done any or all of them and I didn't spot it. Great podcast. Thank you so much. Yeah. You can follow me at John Braylock on Twitter and Instagram. I write for uh Grown-ish Season 5. It's out now. Uh, Freeform Wednesdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. And the episodes are then aired on Hulu right after. So,
0: And your episode is up there, right? Like the one that you yeah, wrote is up, is up there now. Okay, I got to check it out. I haven't seen it yet. I'm going to check it out. So oh, I guess you can follow me at James Third Comedy, jamesthirdcomedy.com. Third is 3rd. Please listen to Corrupted Files on AMP. It's a new app. Got to download the app. It's a radio show. It's Tuesdays, 6 o'clock uh, every day. Uh, 6 o'clock Pacific time. There's a lot of stuff. Listen, just follow me on the socials and you'll see what the show, Corrupted Files. Check it out.
2: <laughs> yeah, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram. Though I did delete Instagram for a little bit, I, I had wrong. to. I had to,
0: man.
2: <laughs> I was getting, I was getting too, I was getting too depressed and too, too, too bitter. I had to delete it.
4: Post some more thirst straps. All right. <sighs> it's not
3: Thank working. Thank you all for listening. <laughs> all right, before Jira melts down. Peace. Forever.
4: This has been a Forever Dog production. Produced by Melissa D. Montz, executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Silio, and Alex Ramsey. To listen to this podcast ad free, sign up for Forever Dog Plus at foreverdogpodcast.com/plus. Check out video clips of our podcast on YouTube at youtube.com/foreverdogteam, and make sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Forever Dog Team to keep up with all the latest Forever Dog news. <coughs>
0: we <laughs>